This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. We'll get to the predictions later in the podcast, which you can find on your free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. I think that a good portion of this conversation, Dan, today will revolve around Kevin Warren and the role that he will play moving forward. Kevin Warren uh, is at the forefront of this offseason that that is of of significant consequence, will have significant consequences on the future for the Bears. And, and I know that um, he's in the news because they put him there front and center on ChicagoBears.com. They spent a day, New Year's Eve, uh, the last Sunday uh, of the Falcons game, 18-hour day with Kevin Warren. And so they chronicled that. Just wanted to get your impressions of that and how significant you think to, to begin with Kevin Warren will be in every decision that is made for the Bears moving forward. Yeah, I mean, the short answer to the second part of that question is very, Um, you know, Kevin is going to be in this with a critical eye. Kevin is going to be in this with thought processes and philosophies that he is going to join up with Ryan Poles on to try to get this team on a path that they believe will allow them an opportunity to sustain success. That's the goal. I think there's been a lot of conversation, David, recently about uh, where is this team at right now and and what does it mean for next season? And I think those two men, when they sit down and they let the, the dust settle after Sunday's game and they review it on Monday and then they get into the big picture deliberations on where they want to take this franchise with what is going to be a series of impactful decisions, it's all going to be centered around what is the path that we think is best for this organization to set us up for a long track record of success, not just to be relevant in 2024. They have to make those decisions with the quarterback. They have to make those decisions with the coaching staff. They have to make those decisions to some extent on the outside of the world, football world on the stadium. Kevin is going to have his fingerprints all over everything that is done here, but it's not going to be in an overbearing way. And I think it's uh, a time in bears history that people should be thankful for because it is something that they asked for, for close to two decades, really, that there would be oversight and, and um, I guess, influence of this magnitude on decisions that are pivotal for a long period of time. One of the biggest ones will revolve around the head coach and Matt Eberflus. And before I get into what I think about Warren and his role and uh, the the story devoted to his 18-hour day, uh, let's start with some context. And that was provided on Friday when Kevin Warren and his wife Greta appeared at Lurie Children's Hospital. It's a, it's an unbelievable gesture. A million dollars they donated, and we'll get into some of the reasons why later. But obviously, when you're in downtown Chicago and you're the pr- president of the Bears on the last Friday of the regular season with so much in limbo, he was asked about what he thinks about uh, the future will hold for Matt Eberflus and what he thinks about the job that Eberflus has done in his second year. As we said all along, we just continually will stay focused on finishing the season strong, take a big picture, a methodical uh, look at everything. And um, and so I'm, I'm looking forward to 
heading to Green Bay tomorrow, and hopefully the team can keep playing well. And then place that you like right now? Well, I mean, I'm 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 very pleased with the energy of our team. I mean, and and it's not only in game day; it's around the the, the practice, around Hallis Hall. I mean, just the energy. I mean, you you all see it in the locker room. Guys are playing hard; they're competing, and um, and so we'll continually just you know build forward, you know, as a franchise. And and uh, but I'm, I'm just really energized, uh, kind of as a franchise where we are with what we have going on with the stadium, what we have going on uh, internally, just building our our brand, um, and and what we have going on you know with our football team hey everyone this is brett boone would you know it i've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year tune in as i sit down with my friends some of the biggest names in sports media entertainment for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations as you know baseball's been my life it's been in the family for a long time but it's a lot more than that here it's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. What'd you think of that, Dan? Yeah, I, I look like the, the the word that came up and one that was brought up to me in the first five conversations I had about Kevin Warren a year ago in in, in January of 2023 when we were. Uh, basically introducing him as the new president of the bears is methodical, you know, and that's something that Kevin prides himself on being as a, a detail oriented, uh, methodical person who takes the, the biggest decisions that are on his plate and gives them great thought and deliberation with the people that he trusts around him. That's what's going to happen here in the coming weeks. I've said for a while now that I am as interested in the explanations of the decisions they make as I am in the actual decisions, because I want to know how they got to those decisions. And I think we have sat here, David, uh, in various forms, over the, the last decade plus and, and laughed at the explanations that the decision makers at Hallis Hall have given us for why they have made decisions. I don't think we're going to be laughing. I think we're going to be trying to understand and maybe disagreeing with some of them and saying, I don't know if this is going to work, but I don't think we're going to, we're going to have those feelings that we've had after some of those epic uh, George and Ted postseason press conference where you go, man, like I, I don't know what they're doing up there. And so that is one of my first uh, takeaways. My second one would be that vibes matter to Kevin. I don't think they're everything, but I think in, you hear in that soundbite there that um, the energy that he feels in the building is something that has resonated with him, um, and that will be part of the, the discussions that they have early next week. So I wonder when I hear what he said, and I, and I agree with what you just stated, but, but I do wonder, and maybe this is just uh, a, a, a trained year, a conditioned response, but you know, if he believes in Matt Eberflus, why would he not just say he believes in Matt Eberflus? Remove the doubt. And I, I thought I think that there is still some doubt. Okay, so I think that's what he said. So, so when he's asked about his confidence and how safe Matt Eberflus is going into the final game, his answer, which was not in an emphatic endorsement, not an endorsement at all. I mean, he likes a lot of things. He likes the vibes, but I think that it, it suggested that there's still a final decision to be reached, which to me, given the way we've been talking about this and given the way some way other people in the, in the media nationally and locally have been talking about this uh, would come as a bit of a surprise. If the bears fire Matt Eberflus on Monday, I, again, this is, we don't know what's going to happen at Lambeau Field, but as we sit here two days before kickoff, it surprised me that he wasn't more definitive, and it surprised me that he, as a savvy communicator, left the door open, and it surprised me the most, Dan, that they chose this opportunity to be in front of 
the cameras and microphones at this juncture of the season, knowing, knowing that this was going to come up, that this would definitely be a, be an issue. And I just don't know about the timing. I find it kind of curious. I was not there at Lurie's. I did speak to Mark Grody from WSCR, who was there. My colleague, Colleen Kane, was also there. It was supposed to be a non-football questions press conference only to talk about Lurie's. Now, look, you know you know, there's going to be a football question come up. Credit our friend Patrick Finley for for asking that question and getting that response. I, I'm just, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not like, I'm not pushing back on any of that. You can call time out. You want your 20-second timeout? I'll, no, give, you, yeah, I'll give you a 20-second no, Look, I love Pat Finley, too. I, I, I respect everybody on that beat. You don't have to be a no, sleuth. To, to, this, this is what I'm talking for about. Sure. We, we, we have complimented Kevin Warren for his savvy, for his right, understanding no, right. and grasp. You have to be incredibly naive to, to think that you're the Bears president on Friday of Bears-Packers week in a season where there's so many futures uncertain and think you're not going to take football questions. Well said, well said, no question about it. And so they were taken and those were the two answers you got. I, I bring that up specifically just to tell you why the conversation didn't continue. It was cut off after those two questions and then <laughs> uh, a Bears PR spokesman, you know, cut, cut it off and that's, that's where they ended it. So that's what it was. What, what, what we have going forward here and, and to your points here is that there is a sliver of doubt here. There is conversation that, that the, the, powers that be at house hall want to have i wouldn't be surprised david if this was a decision that uh takes days for them to reach a a final verdict on i think our audience is going to be at the edge of their seat on sunday night and monday morning and possibly into monday night and possibly all day tuesday waiting for an answer you know it's like when the the the, the new pope is being (laughs) announced and you have to wait for the smoke to come right like these decisions may take time and i think that's a good thing it's a healthy thing for this organization that it's not just going to be because this is like you would agree with this wholeheartedly that these next series of decisions will impact the direction of this franchise for the rest of the 2020s and into the early 2030s and so you have to make sure that you thought you have thought about every possibility that you've thought about every option you hear general managers in this league all the time talk about we liked player a but we saw an opportunity to upgrade with player b the bears have to do that with the coaching staff as well they have to get their 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 feeling around how they feel about the current guy what the alternative options are and i don't think kevin or ryan are fearful of potentially having to make difficult decisions i know you have used the cubs analogy often here in in recent weeks to say that the cubs had a a manager that they were content with and then they let him go because they saw a path to a brighter future with a different person The Bears have to explore that. They're going to have to do it with the quarterback position as well. It's a whole different conversation. But as it relates to the coach, I think that these discussions are long. I think they're difficult. I think they're emotional. I think you have to sort through all of that. And I think that process may not get started until late Monday. And I would expect it to to potentially continue over a couple of days next week. Okay, let's get stay with the head coach here for a moment. We'll get to the quarterback in time. I think that that's well said, but the Bears, to me, sound like an organization through Kevin Warren's latest comments and what Ryan Poles has said midseason. They want to find reasons to keep Matt Eberflus. But I think that when they stop just short of a full-throated endorsement that he is coming back, I think they want to find reasons to keep him, but they also realize that they might have to fire him. And they might have to fire him if – for instance, they blow a double-digit lead in the fourth quarter against the Packers at Lambeau Field. 
I mean, under those scenarios, you could you could paint a different picture, but they're realists, and I guess that does protect them when they when they measure their words as carefully as they were today by Kevin Warren. Because if there's a fourth straight double digit lead blown in the fourth quarter, I don't see how you can bring him back. And I'm anticipating that reaction because I don't want to be definitive in like saying there's he's coming back no matter what. I, I think that you can't say that. And I think the, the words from Warren kind of confirm that. 